Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the podcast where I get to sit down with a new bow hunter that started last year, Adam Burr from Toho Fit. He's based out of Oregon, started hunting deer and elk with his bow this year, and uh, just really interested in talking to him about his experience as a new bow hunter, the struggles that he's going with, and just really seeing what the areas are that I can improve on for creating content for newer bow hunters. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. There's also some fitness stuff in there, some motivational stuff that he goes through on how to stay motivated, even though you're getting your butt kicked your first year bow hunting. I appreciate his perspective. As always, guys, if you can leave me a five-star review on iTunes, or you can join some of the new things that we have going on on Patreon and be part of the conversation, steer the conversation, and also have a huge influence on what the upcoming episodes will be by becoming a Patreon member. And uh, really appreciate everybody that's done that so far. I'll see you guys in the end of the episode. Bye. He got out of um, rifle hunting probably like in his early 20s, just uh, same thing. Friends kind of talk to him like, Hey, it's so much better. You see so much more animal. You get to see so much more, you know, you just have such an, a better experience hunting. And so, uh, you know, I got the same thing. Cause for a long time it was this, I was hunting with my dad, my dad's getting older and he kind of just road hunts and he has a hard time getting around now. So, uh, for me, like on the days that I wasn't hunting with my dad, I was outgoing, you know, putting in the miles, uh, on my feet. So, uh, that was the one thing too, where it's like, I could be doing this with a bow and like, I can get so much more out of it. And, uh, finally this summer I, uh, was in Springfield and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to Cabela's. I'm just going to pull the trigger right here and, uh, <laughs> let's buy a bow. Let's get this thing set up. And that's what I did. And two days later I was out shooting and I shot for like almost every day up until season. and. Um, yeah, so, but like the thing is, it's, it's, I looked at it like buying a new gun, uh, learning that adjustment of how to dial that in, how Mm -hmm. to like, and it really, to me, it came down to, it's just repetition. It's putting in that time. And, uh, so I'm learning like, it's just, it's, it's a huge (laughs) learning curve, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I love it now. Now I'm like, I am not going back to rifle on anything. Everything I want to do from here on out is all really. Oh yeah. You know, I see that quite a bit with guys that switch over from rifle into archery. It's like, yeah, I was a serious rifle hunter, but now that I got a taste of archery, it's like 100% like never picking up a rifle again. Yeah. It, uh, even like this year I was sitting out on a couple of spots and I was, you know, looking out on a couple of ridges and, you know, bring out the range finder. I'm like, Oh, and I see some animal like far away. I'm like, if I had my rifle, like I could pick that off. Right. But then it's like, how fun is that? Like it, I don't know. Like it's to me, I, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, getting up close on animals mm-hmm. and being able to like really hear them and smell them and just, it was so exciting. Uh, like, yeah, it's a whole different 
different experience. You're not, you know, if you're shooting them 300 yards away, which I used to rifle hunt, my, I grew up rifle hunting my whole life. Yeah. You're not getting that same thing of the bull screaming at you. You know, no. you're just, it's just not. No. Yeah. That's the thing. Like where, you know, I hunt with my dad and, uh, you know, we would see some, you know, five, 600 yards out and then kind of get in close and then take a mm-hmm. shot 300 yards out or something. And it's like, and then this year, my first, so I went out a bunch solo and my first solo I saw, I came across a bunch of tracks, uh, just piss everywhere. And I'm like, Oh, this is, yeah. And then I probably 20, 30 yards in 10 of them just walked right by me. I'm like, <laughs> this is legit. Like I dig it. I'm done. That's pretty cool, man. Well, that's, yeah. that's uh, before we get too far into this thing, why don't you give me a quick intro of who you are and what you do? Uh, yeah. So my name is Adam Burr. I, um, um, just started recently started a company, uh, called Toho fit. Uh, I do training and brought in some apparel. And so now I'm really hitting the apparel side right now. Um, I'm wanting to really connect people. I don't want to just be associated as just a fitness and gym product. Mm-hmm. Um, Toho, which originates, it's a Tohopika, which is Native American for wild beasts. Uh, the idea behind that was each and every one of us has a wild beast inside of us, uh, no matter what it is. Hunting, hiking, you know, I mean, if you're just an everyday, every, you know, just the average Joe, mm-hmm. you have a passion in life. Uh, so what sets and what lights that fire under you to get you going and to drive that passion so that's always been the idea behind the brand is always motivate and help push people uh and so with that i've just been like trying to reach out to other other people in fields that um that you know i see that are passionate and doing and giving back uh and i want to be a part of that and i want to fit to be a part of that um so and then with that uh Marine Corps, Marine Corps veteran, now part of the Oregon National Guard. Uh, I do that full time, and then uh, yeah, and then I do tr- you know training on the side, and that's and then now just an avid bow hunter. That's pretty cool, man. What was the full word for Toho? Uh, Tohopika. Tohopika. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, was it? I'm like, I'm trying to pronounce the name. I'm like, is it? <laughs> Toho fit is it Toho fit? I'm like I'm like I'm probably butchering <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. It uh, my thing too is like you know what, say it however you want. Uh, if it gets you to, you know, get you to go to the website and find out <laughs> about it, cool. That's because funny story is I uh, I was shopping for a shirt uh, and I thought I was cool, so I went to the buckle, which I hate. And, uh, I was looking for, at the time, I didn't know it was Ruka. I just saw RVCA mm. girl at the store is like, oh, it's, oh, you're looking for Ruka shirts. I was like, <laughs> not a U in there. Uh, it's a V, but, uh, okay. Yeah. And, I thought it was RVCA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So later I'm walking, I'm walking to my truck and pop on my phone and I type in RVCA and come to find out V uh, the V is a U and in Greek it means clothing. I was like, that's, that is pretty legit. I really like that. Like it. So that was my thing with coming up with the brand was here's a brand that made me, you know, kind of Google them. And so, yeah. 
Huh. I was like, let's do the same. I gotta like that. That's one. That's one of the cooler names I've I've seen now that I know the meaning of it and, and actually how to pronounce it. I, I really like that. That's pretty Thank cool. You. Man. Yeah. Thanks. So let me uh, let, let's get into this here a little bit. I I want to. So you started because of just you're out in the woods and you're with your dad and and that kind of pushed you because the opportunity was there. You just wanted to get into bow hunting. Yeah. So one uh, a girl I was training a couple of years ago. Uh, she's a big bow hunter. Mm-hmm. And we were training one day and she's like, you watch Joe Rogan podcast. I was like, yeah. She's like familiar with Cameron Haynes. I was like, uh, the name, you know, I've heard of him a little bit here and there. Like I haven't really paid too much attention. So she's like, check him out. Listen to this podcast. It's pretty legit. You'll like it. And, uh, so I was like, okay, that night went home, watched the podcast. I was like, this dude's legit. And he's from Oregon. Like, okay. (laughs) I, I can dig this. And so since then, uh, I started digging into like more about him, um, other, you know, other hunters and, uh, yeah. And so then it's just like, I, then having friends and others, you know, like, yeah, you got to get into it it's so much better. And so I'm like, try this out. And so mm-hmm. I went uh, a couple years ago, I went with a buddy of mine and I was just like, okay, but it wasn't the same because, because uh, I had my rifle tag, but I just tagged along. And so it wasn't until I finally bought a bow and was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so tell me, you went, you went to Cabela's. Yeah, went to Cabela's. Which you have the bow rack there. I'm surprised. Did you not know about the bow rack at that time? No, yeah, I didn't know. I know okay. of, because uh, being up, in, up here in McVinnville, uh, just out, what is it, Yamhill, I think, uh, Cooch Archery. They never, have. Been, never been there. Um, I haven't been yet either, but um, a few friends, they have a 3D range. So mm-hmm. say it's pretty cool. So I thought like, all right, well. Yeah. Yeah. You also have Bowtech, uh, the actual facility. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but which, you, went to, you went to Cabela's. Which and- that was the dumb thing too, because I didn't even think about it. I was just so stoked. I was like, oh, I'm right next to Cabela's. Yeah. Well, hey, I, you made the decision and you went and got one. What, what boat did you end up going with? I ended up getting a diamond. I got, um, oh gosh, drawing the blank right now. Um, it was just like one of the, the cheap The ones. diamond uh, infinity edge. or the, Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. The infinity edge. And so. Or infinite edge or whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, uh, you know, I bought one of those uh, back when my wife was getting into it. And they're so tunable. They're so, you know easy to adjust and everything. It's a good, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And that was the thing I talked to the kid that was there and I was just like, Hey, look, I just, I want something I can get started on. Uh, you know, that's going to be reliable. And he's just like, this is, here you go. Let's let's go get your, uh, get your measurements and poundage. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's like, it's ready to shoot. So I was like, let's do this. Ready to shoot and everything. Did you end up, uh, what arrows and stuff did you go with? Uh, at first, I went with um, the Cabela's Extreme Stalker. Um, I, at first, was thinking, okay, like, I should get, I didn't know anything about what arrows. And I was even trying to ask the kid. And that this is now, like, where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to Cabela's anymore. Because <laughs> um, I was just like, hey, man, like, buying this bow, I'm literally, I, I have bought my tags. 
I'm ready to go. I just need a bow and I need arrows. What arrows do you recommend? He's like, these, <laughs> these Cabela's affinity or these uh, extreme stalkers are great. I'm like, sure. If you think it's good, <laughs> let's do this. But uh, it was just, if I, cause I, I was dumb. I was just. Uh, well, you didn't know had, any better. Yeah. And I, it, but like I had looked into some stuff. Uh, but at that point, it just became such an impulse spy that I totally <laughs> forgot everything. Like I had notes at home, like, okay, what, you know, I, I had like things that I was really looking into. And then, yeah. so then once season start after I got, I, cause like I said, I shot every day up until season. I probably put 50 to, I'd probably do about 50 to a hundred, um, shots a day. That's great. And then, um, and then once season started, I think I got the Easton Bloodline, mm-hmm. and I like those. They uh, they've been pretty well. Those are just fine. Yeah, yeah. I actually know guys that have used those before. Yeah, yeah. They're just fine. But what's the GPI on those? Do you know what the uh, grains per inch is? Um, off the top of my head, I had. Um, I think they're lighter, um, which is fine. But I mean, that's yeah, it's, it's a little lighter. Um, what was Gosh, now it's killing me. Um, I was thinking like eight point seven or eight point nine, something, something like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I just went with some like generic uh, broadheads, nothing crazy. Okay. Uh, and it, yeah, and then I, I think I got the sh- towards end of the season. I started shooting the shrackers. Uh, shrackers. Yeah. So I like that. That's been. So I'm going to stick with that for a while. Perfect. Yeah. So what, what made you go with, um, with all that? So you, you did a little bit of research. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, where were you going and stuff like that? I'm just trying to get an idea of where, you know, for somebody that's that just made a decision, right? Yeah. How did you so, get there? I talked to a couple of buddies, like one of my buddies that I've gone hunting with this year twice with, uh, he's got a bow tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, after doing research, like I'm not dropping a grand on a Hoyt, uh, <laughs> as much as I want to, uh, I figured, you know, like with that too, it's just, let's get in the groove of things. Let's make sure I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in a few years, once it's time to like kind of step up or, um, update stuff, then we'll, we'll go, we'll kind of go that route. But otherwise it was really just what do I really need to get started? Um, I didn't want to drop, you know, a crap ton of money first time hunting or bow hunting and then being like, yeah, don't like this. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I was at the bow rack. This has happened multiple times up there because um, they have more bows than down here at my shop. And yeah. And there's a few times when, you know, guys are like, I want to shoot, you know, something like Cameron Haynes is shooting verbatim. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> they hand them, you know, a turbo. This guy handed him a turbo. And I'm like, just watching him out of the corner of my eye. And, and he's like, just at full draw. And he's just getting pulled off the back wall, pulled off the back yeah. wall shoots and he's like man i love this bow i bought it and i'm like mm. i just you know the bow shop's gonna sell them a bow they're gonna oh, yeah. do it you know but you know i for guys that want to get into it i i think you're doing it the right way you know like you're you're let's just figure out if we like it let's not 
shove a bunch of money into it, right? Yeah, it. I look at it same way because I look at it as uh, I've worked with buddies where uh, they wanted to get into shooting. Mm -hmm. They got into you know I helped them get into guns and um, get into hunt, rifle hunting, and they're like, "What gun should I get?" Like, I want to shoot long distance or hmm. you know this or that. I'm like, really, it's just how about get some trigger time get comfortable behind a gun make sure you like it and so these then, are guys that don't have any gun experience no experience yeah oh darn yeah so like one of my buddies that i lift with uh had never had real gun experience uh he's got like kind of a a funny neighbor uh who just is like a military gun nut <laughs> He's telling a conspiracy theorist, so he's telling him, you know, what kind of guns he should get, and then he comes to me, and I'm like, bro, no, <laughs> just settle down. Because first I was like, get a pistol, get yourself a pistol, get something, and get behind some trigger time. You want to get into hunting? All right, just get a simple, you know, you don't got to drop six, seven hundred bucks on a, on a rifle, you know, it really just, and that's the thing. And so then, like another buddy of mine who's a hunter. Uh, ended up what he he dropped like eighteen eighteen hundred dollars on a gun and scope and hmm. you know he's like ah, i want to shoot 400 yards out I'm like, <laughs> okay and then we're you know i was like you don't need you don't need all this like mm -hmm. really as you know like i've said it, it it's trigger time it's getting comfortable behind you can get a good scope get your grouping in and that was my mindset too going into getting a bow was like let's just get a bunch of you know a bunch of trigger time see how everything fills and yeah because i see a lot of guys guys or girls become like gun bunnies and it's just like <laughs> you didn't need that and you know and then i see and that's the thing too you know you see guys like on social media with oh i got the same bow as cameron haynes i'm like that's cool but are you can you hit something are you yeah, yeah. like the gun the gun and the bow doesn't you know well that leads me into a question we got from a patron i i uh want to ask that ask his question for you is how did you um avoid the typical hype of the industry and in making your decisions um as you're doing all your research and you're on the instagram how do you how do you avoid all the hype and just go with what you think you know what you thought was best it, it, really it's about being i think humble like mm -hmm. knowing you know like checking your ego at the door um so with that it's like anytime like when i get into something new i know all right let's i don't need a thousand dollar bow i don't need the best of the best like i need experience first and so that was my thing was like let's buy a mediocre bow mm -hmm. let's buy you know, mediocre arrows and just fling a bunch of arrows down range and get that experience first. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's nice. Like I see, you know, I'll, I'll check people out on Instagram, like I'll follow them and see what they're doing, but it's my thing. You know, I'm not out in the woods to look good. I'm not out in the woods, you know, like I'm not impressing the deer and elk with, uh, with the bow that I got. Uh, it comes down to me shooting and, uh, you know, I'm, so that, that really was my like thing of it is just knowing, 
you know, knowing my limits and knowing, okay, what do I really need and what do I really need to do? Mm -hmm. And then as I go with this, like how, you know, it's, um, yeah, just kind of going with that. Like, how do I master this craft? And it, I think, again, it just really comes down to, uh, getting a lot of trigger time, getting a lot of time on the range and that experience and that comfortability. And so, yeah, no, that's, that's cool. You know, it sounds like you're, you're, you're getting into it for the right intentions. It sounds like your intentions were all right. It wasn't like a fad thing no, or, or yeah. a cool thing. Or, yeah. No, because if you love putting meat on the table, a bow is not the most efficient thing you can take. No. <laughs> it's uh How did yeah. you do your first year? Uh, I goose-egged. Did I, you? I did. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, but like I said, like. Did you get any that, close calls, any close encounters though? Yeah, I mean, I um what was it there was second towards this uh, yeah almost second weekend towards the end of the for uh, elk season okay I, um i had a buddy of mine show me some areas to go that he's been hunting and uh um i'd go out there and just sit there and call and call and call and some days it was nothing and then others i'd get something back and it was just like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Even if I didn't see him, I was like, this is, this is so cool. That's this crazy. Is... You got a call back here. It took me like a couple years just to get one to answer me. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I talked to some other people and they're like, oh, wow. And then like I talked to one guy um, that I've kind of met through Instagram and uh, he, uh, he had posted he was heading out to like Eastern Oregon or something. And, you know, I just commented, Hey, good luck. And then he got a picture, put a picture up of, uh, with him with a little bull. And I was like, that's badass, man. Good job. And he's like, took me 18 years. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you wow. know what? Like, all right. Like I did like right then I was like, I know what I'm in for. Yeah. It and, took me, I think seven or eight and I got my first bull this year. Not for, it's just because bow hunting. I mean, shit happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I should have yeah. killed a big six point, big six point last year and, uh, ended up losing them. And that was the first, that was the third bowl I shot at. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just shit happens, <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah. when, it, when it comes to deer, it, it just seems like shit doesn't happen for me. And a deer, I, and I've said this multiple times, but deer has always been my, my easy kind of go-to thing. I can just get one, but elk has been is. an 800 pound gorilla that I've been losing. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. I, uh, um, yeah. When so, I, I mean, I saw like going into the season, I saw herds, you know, looking in places. I was like, okay, sweet. And then, like my buddy, he's like, dude, that's cool. You saw them there today. They're mm -hmm. not going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, what? No. Like, he's like, man, he's like, you know this, but he, uh, it just, I got so excited. And so having to have someone kind of like settle down little guy, like, yeah. and you know, kind of like re it's almost like I took it. I, I started asking questions like as if I never hunted before, like I was brand new to everything and uh, it, yeah. So it was, getting in on animals and like actually going in and stalking and uh, it was exciting. Like there was days where like I didn't see anything, I didn't hear anything. And 
it sucked. You're like, you know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? <laughs> what but kind then, of calls and stuff did you go with for elk? Uh, for elk, I went. I just went with the hot mama that uh, from Primos. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that, and then a uh, buddy of mine had what is it? The Phelps, the like the big. Um, oh yeah, the unleashed. Yeah, so, yeah, so we had that, and then um, yes, but other than that, that's. Hmm. I've been using Phelps for the last couple of years and, and uh, even had him on the podcast, you know, I think it's from Washington. Great guy, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's local, even though he's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, yeah, like anything Pacific Northwest, you know, if I hear someone Pacific Northwest, I'm like, oh, neighbor. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. nice to know. Um, yeah. So like I started, yeah, following them and some other people and just, um, yeah, I just watched the shit out of YouTube videos. Yeah. And uh, you followed the Born and Raised guys this year? Yeah, I, I followed them. That Because uh, a buddy of mine uh, over in the Boise area, mm-hmm. going into summer, he's like, because I was telling him, I was like, hey, I'm buying a bow. I kept telling him that last two years. And so finally, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But watch these guys. Uh-huh. Uh, you'll like it. And so, yeah, I they helped me out a lot like that was um, yeah yeah um, a, a guy can learn a ton watching hunting videos especially like since you're hunting rosies those are one of the only guys putting out good rosy content there's not very many of them out there yeah it is a it, different animal it is yeah and that's the thing like i grew up over here and over in central oregon and two totally mm-hmm. different out and then uh, like one of my buddies that I hunted with a couple of times, he was just even saying too, he's like the Rosies on the coastal is a totally different animal. 50 miles, a hundred miles, you know, inland. Uh, it's there, you know, just the mindset. And I'd never really thought about that because some of the areas that I had hunted in the past rifle mm-hmm. and then kind of, I, I stuck local, uh, I stuck around, um, Willamina Sheridan mm-hmm. um and then even towards Lincoln City in mm-hmm. that area um but yeah it that was it was a different game this year hmm. so after after going through your first year what would be some things that maybe you learned or maybe some things that you would do different for next year uh definitely be more patient patient um, <laughs> patient <laughs> because there was a few times where i i just got excited and like I either saw something, you know, a little ways down or I heard. And instead of just being like, okay, mm-hmm. it was more like this is my first year. I have an opportunity to shoot something like mm-hmm. let's do it. And then, yeah. So patience and then just getting, just getting more rep repetition. Um, and then my big thing, uh, my, well, the thing, here's the one thing that did suck. I came off a knee surgery the end of July mm. and I did not put in enough miles or I wasn't able to get enough miles, uh, like beforehand and get in the shape that I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that is definitely something I am a firm believer. And that's why like now, like I see, I understand like Cam Haynes's mindset when it comes to hunting and why he you know he puts in the miles on the ground why he runs why he works out um Mm -hmm. 
you know, hunting some of the areas that he hunts and like, and that's the thing where like, I want to start hunting in areas, uh, in the next couple of years, uh, you know, that's, I want, and that's the one thing again, going into it too, is I learned you really, you know, if you're hunting public land, you really got to put in the miles if you want to get away from everybody. <laughs> you do. You do. Cause, uh, I learned, I, I ran into a lot of people shooting, uh, shooting guns, uh, throughout areas and i was just like this sucks mm -hmm. well we had a we had a big uh big bull tag my buddy's wife did this year and just finding people out shooting and driving around yeah and was like man like it's public land i mean that's that's the yeah. deal it's public land they have a, just a right to be there as much as we do but sure does suck when you have a once in a potentially once in a lifetime tag and it's like Oh yeah. You know, I wouldn't be out here shooting a rifle if I didn't, you know, just for fun. If I knew this guy had waited 20 years to get this. Yeah, time. exactly. And that's like the thing, uh, every, every year that I would get ready for, for rifle season, I knew I would go somewhere. I knew where people weren't going to be, or I'd go during the week when I knew not a lot of hunters were going to be out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was just more the respect aspect of it because I knew enough bow hunters. Uh, I've heard enough of the complaints of, you know, end of the seasons coming up and all of a sudden rifle hunters are out, you know, zeroing in their, their guns or just out, you know, whatever, like this last, uh, last weekend for late season deer, me and a buddy ran into like six different groups of people shooting. And it was just like, this sucks. I like, uh, I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So it, uh, the one, the other thing is just scouting out more areas and getting a better, um, yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, this next, this next couple of years I've gotten, I've been talking to a few people and I want to, um, like I'm thinking about going out towards Boise next year. Uh, cause just, I've connected with some people, through Instagram and then I, I lived in the area for a little bit. So I have some friends out there. And, uh, so it's like, ah, oh, let's, hmm. let's get okay. together. I hunted uh, near Boise this year for the first time in Idaho. And I, I just about sold my house when I was done. Yeah. There, man. I was like, so beautiful over there. Oh. Just a, you see tons of animals and, and, uh, it's, it's a, it's steep country. It's hard. It's yeah. Steep, but that, and that's the, th yeah, I love it. Like I, I went, uh, my first year when I moved to Boise, uh, I went hunting with my cousins and we went like three hours on a dirt road out of Boise mm -hmm. along Lucky Peak Reservoir. That's exactly where we went. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, like up out of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, we yeah. Didn't that, we didn't go that far North, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with it. You know, it was amazing out there and we saw so many you know so many different animals and i'm like i want to go bow hunting here and, uh, <laughs> so talking to a few people we're, we're trying to put something together and like a buddy of mine i was in the marine corps with he's down out of texas and um you know we're talking about maybe trying to get a group of uh you know some veterans together or doing something that'd and, be cool yeah, a group of veterans, like-minded, you know, or just and a bunch of like-minded people that just want to go out in the woods, camp out, and go hunt. So yeah, that could be a completely different experience. Are you guys going to back uh, maybe backcountry hunt? Stay in the I I would like to. Yeah, uh, 
the one thing like I've been watching a lot of uh, Meat Eater. Mm-hmm. I got into that this uh, last couple of years, and uh, yeah, I love watching like how Steve goes out. You know, in some of those, uh, he had one where he was uh, out in Idaho, and I thought, you know, I want to do that like that. I want to go take. I want to take like a week or so off and just. That's pretty cool. Yeah, throw the cell phone away and just go. So. So uh, that's a. That leads me into so you, you had your first year and, and I'd say it was a success. You had a great time. I mean, you didn't punch a tag. It's not. I, I say this all the time. It's not always about dead animals and grip and grins. You know. Yeah. But, no. Um. You know, what would be some pieces of gear that you would upgrade from last year to this year? Did you stick with everything that was stock on the bow and go hunting? Yeah, I, I stuck everything stock. Um, so I, I'm probably, um, I'll probably upgrade a few things like a stabilizer, mm-hmm. uh, just because, um, I'm not a hundred percent sold on my shots, but I'm going to, you know, meet with a couple of buddies and we're going to, you know, shoot a lot, you know, this next, you know, this, this year. And so I just want to, you know, like, and that's the other thing. I want to surround myself with people uh, that have, you know, a lot of experience in this. And so I can, you know, really master this. And, uh, you know, you can only learn so much by yourself. Um, so, yeah, so that, and then I'll see. Uh, I, I mean, the site that I have on it, like, I'm fine. I feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, Should be a three pin with the... Yeah. 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 It's the apex. Pin. Yeah. So other than that, like, I just kind of want to see where I'm at and like really like concentrate. Like, is it, you know, is it my shooting? Is it my, you know, tech? I, I really feel like, you know, whether it's you're shooting a gun or whatever you do, uh, your technique and your form and whatever's off, mm-hmm. everything else is off. And so I want to like videotape and really just, hammer it down and like dial everything in i could tell you one thing that got me good pretty quick was 3d shoots back when i was starting out and stuff that's what i hear so yeah. they got hoodoo up in your area um well actually, yeah. that's, that's farther down down towards my area but it's yeah it's not too bad because uh, no. if i if i go out of salem up um heading over that way yeah mm-hmm. it's i want to say hoodoo is maybe an hour and a half yeah for me it's about two hours okay yeah, it's a great shoot, man. You're gonna you're gonna love it if you head there. We'll have a booth uh, there and everything set up. Be oh yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. Um, the girl that I trained, I think her boyfriend did it. They went and checked it out a couple of years ago, and they said it was a blast. So it's huge now. It it grows every year, but um, you know, you got that. You've got one of the top ranked bow courses down in Eugene, um, uh, Poodle Creek. Uh And that's a great that's a great course. Holy smokes. And That's uh, what I, heard. I shoot that a couple times a year. I shoot a little bit of hoodoo. Usually I just shoot like maybe the Hoyt course cause I'm too busy doing stuff, but yeah, um, man, it's, there's nothing better for, for getting a guy tuned up for sure. You might have to change your, your site if you're going to shoot that. Okay. You'd be shooting too far for a three pin. Okay. Unless a lot you, of, Oh, uh, what's that? I was going to say, unless you, unless you really know your pin gaps, you might be shooting too far because there's some long bombs there. Yeah, and that's the thing that I want to get – well, I want to have a site where I have something that, if need be, mm-hmm. I have something set up I can shoot long distance. 
I comfortably don't really want to shoot anything over 50. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, a, you know, starting out, that's plenty. That's uh, plenty. yeah. Cause I, I'm, you know, I hear people talking about, you know, like I love Cam Haynes. I've, I really look up to the guy. Uh, but so I see so many people getting into bow hunting because they see it as a fad and they see that like what cam can do. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's like guys I see shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody talks about wanting to shoot long distance. Like, Oh, I want to be a sniper. Like <laughs> no, just stop, just stop right there. Like, it's not like, so I like you're in it for the wrong reasons. If you're, you know, it's not about, uh, like you said, you know, punching, you know, punching your tag in at me all the time. It, to, it's respecting the animal. And that's why, like, I see people, you know, like why I want to comfortably shoot 50 yards because I don't want to run into that fact of, did I nick it? Did I injure it? And it's now like, like, you know, that to me, you know, it, it's part of hunting and you know yeah. i want to make sure you know what you know one i want to make sure the animal's good two you know i'm able to put meat on the table but you know that's you know it's funny uh one of the things i watched on meat eater steve uh Rinelli was talking about he quit being like a a trophy hunter years ago he's like i'm just putting meat in my freezer if a spike, a little fork and horn walks by, I'm getting them. <laughs> and I thought the same thing. Like there was a couple of times uh, during elk season, I saw a couple of uh, little fork and horn uh, deer, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I could get my, I can get my deer tag right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he popped up onto somebody's property, and I'm like, dang it! So it, like, it's not even like, you know, going after monster bucks or monster bulls it's just you know you want to do it and have fun and <laughs> well it's like you said you know for for me i'm picky on the deer but for the elk i don't just <laughs> yeah. the first bull that walks out i don't care and i've yeah. you know i should be the first elk period because i could have shot a cow literally every every year like <laughs> yeah four times five times a year pass yeah. one up a couple times at like seven yards it's like man and I really wanted to shoot. I could have. Yeah. And I told myself, you're, you're shooting a bull. That's, that's what you start. You know, I just didn't want to waver on my goal. But, yeah, I mean, it's everybody's got different areas, and, and a trophy is a different. I mean, my first buck was a towhead. I mean, it was just a spike. <laughs> and I was probably – I was more excited about that deer than any deer I've ever shot, period. Yeah. Yeah, same. It, same exact one. Yeah. And now, uh, like when I was rifle hunting, I was like, nope, I'm only going after big ones. Because yeah. I've I've had that I've had that with the little guy like, uh, my buddy who uh, one of my other buddies I hunted with a couple of times we were out and uh, he was joking because I was like dude look. he's like oh we're we're gonna get a buck today I feel it it's in the air <laughs> we're driving out to the spot early in the morning and uh, he's like you know what it's late in the it's late in the game. I don't care what deer walks by. I'm getting it. Whatever buck <laughs> doing it. Then we uh, we're later in the day. He's like, nope. I'm only going for uh, I'm going big. It's like what? And he's like, my first deer I ever shot with a bow was a uh, was a big buck, and 
you can't. And so, you know, we joked about it, but uh, so, yeah. But, like, I don't know. My first year, I can't be picky, you know. No. it's Not if you like me. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, uh, yeah. I don't like paying for it. And so, or, yeah, so. Um, so tell me, um, from somebody that, that's been getting into the industry or into bow hunting, uh, what were some areas that you had a hard time finding? Because as somebody that creates that content that caters to the newer bow hunter, I'd love to hear some of the areas that you had a hard time finding information on. Uh, I really don't think I had a hard time, uh, really finding a whole lot of information. Um, a lot of it was just because some of the people that I've talked to, you mm -hmm. know, some of the guys, um, who've been hunting for a while, you know, for instance, my brother or a couple of buddies. Uh, so I felt like I got, I got real fortunate. Yeah. Uh, because I was given, you know, right, you know, look these guys up or look this up. And it was all amazing information and it, you know, it helped me. Um, yeah. So I feel like I got real, real lucky. Perfect. Uh, yeah. See, when I started, man, it was, I had like, I got this bow. I remember where I got it and it was a PSE Carol intruder, uh, too. It was like a mid nineties bow probably. Yeah. And, um, I, I didn't know what arrows. I didn't know what broadheads. I didn't, I don't know. And so I was using, um, I don't remember what I was using for arrows. I think they were, <laughs> but yeah. which is a fine, which is a fine arrow, but I was using these, like, I think they were nap, um, razorbacks or something. They were these okay. broadheads that were on a ball bearing and a plastic, I want to say plastic ferrule. Yeah. And it was like the crappiest heads I've ever had on one <laughs> of the end of my arrows. And, Thank God I never shot one with one. I don't yeah. know what would happen, but it was uh, just, man, I, I, for hours and hours and hours and then trying to remember, you know, what spines were and, and what yeah. spine I needed to shoot. I had zero. I had nothing. I mean, I just knew what the guy that was teaching me how to bow hunt used. Yeah. He wasn't a gear guy. He, he didn't care. And so yeah. He used access arrows and I started using access arrows and, haven't haven't looked back from axis man i've shot a lot of different arrows out there but yeah it's funny that the first arrow i landed on is the really the first arrow i started using with intent the one i stuck with nice yeah i think once you get comfortable with something too it mm -hmm. like it's if it ain't broke why fix it you know yeah i mean i've shot all yeah shot i'd say everything but i haven't shot everything i've shot a lot of stuff out there the fmjs you know yeah stuff and and it's just you kind of find what works for you and then you, and then you just run with it. I mean, I was talking to a guy the other day on Instagram. He's like, you know what, what size kudus, um, you know, is uh, on go wild. Uh -huh. He was asking me about the kudu heads and I'm like, I use one twenty fives, but you know, why do you use those? I was like, there's a lot of reasons I use those for me. You know, like yeah. if you're, you make it, you know, 100 may be good for you. I don't know if you're using brass inserts. I don't know if you're using a footer, you know, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's really easy to get. It's like a slippery slope. You can get way too into it. Almost yeah. You, you, once you go down that rabbit hole there, you're yeah. I can tell you one thing that I wish I had done um, is, uh, I would, I got way, way into the gear and less about the animal. And so like, instead of yeah. understanding an elk, I was just going out into the woods and just trying to run into one without learning about them. And it sounds like you're doing it different than I am, but I think that's why it yeah. took me so long to kill my first elk is because, 
maybe if I buy this, I can kill an elk, or maybe if I buy this, it'll give me the edge. Instead of just understanding and like learning about the animal, that's that was one yeah. of the probably hindrances. Yeah, and that's the one thing um, I look at. Uh, I the one of the first things was I started really looking up gear. I'm like, what gear do I need? What mm -hmm. like you know, what boots, what, what stuff on my bow, what arrows. And then, uh, I started thinking about, it. it's like, well, let's just, what am I doing? And Cause then I started, you know, making a wish list of things. I was like, pretty soon you're $3,000 deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, holy, holy hell. This is, this is a lot of money that, uh, I get it, you know, but, um, really it came down to, let's just get to the basics. Let's mm -hmm. learn, let's learn about the animal. And I, like I said, I, I knew enough from rifle hunting about animals, you know, growing up with, you know, my whole family hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought, okay. And like all my buddies, bow hunting is completely hundred percent different. And so I'm like, okay, let's take what they're saying. Obviously enough people are saying this, like, okay, let's listen to why they're saying it. So yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of cam, a lot of Steve Rinelli, um, the born raised outdoor guys, uh, just a handful of other people. And, you know, just trying, you know, really just how successful you are is learning one, learning the area you're hunting and then learning the animal as well because once animal like i feel like you can learn as much about animals as you want mm -hmm. they're going to change on you mm -hmm. they it's just they're unpredictable um the other thing is that animal knows that land way better than you do but yeah. if you can get a good sense mm -hmm. of it uh a lot of it too like i look at like military things like prepping into, you know, a lot of things that I do or I've done is I prepped for a lot. Like I got a lay of the land. I knew strategies of like exit and entry areas. And so it's like, what's so different about that when it comes to hunting? I need to know, you know, so like I loved uh, the Onyx, the Onyx yeah. app. Mm -hmm. That was a game changer for me the last couple of years. And uh, I probably, I would lay in bed until like midnight some nights, <laughs> just looking at areas around. And because uh, then like I, a couple of years ago, my last year or yeah, two years ago, I had the app and I, lo I lost service. And so the app just like shut down on me and, uh, I didn't study enough. And so I was like, okay, we're not going to run into those issues. And so it's just to me, uh, learning all of that area and learning, you know, cause if, it, uh, if we, you know, I ran into an elk and it went right. I know now I know, I know where that, what's ahead of me. I know the lay of that land. Uh, I just feel like with that too, you gain a little bit more knowledge Mm -hmm. uh, and it gives you, at least in my head, it kind of makes me think, uh, it gives me a little bit of, of an upper hand. Oh, so absolutely. Feel, um, 
you know, when we were hunting Idaho and a bunch of other areas, I've used Onyx for a few years now and hunting a lot of different areas these last few years. Yeah. It just, without even being there, I can tell you there's, there's the, there's the boundary line. There's the trail over here. There's a river over here. There's a Creek. There's a water hole. I mean, you have information that would take somebody years oh. to get that. Yeah. And it's for me, like you said, that's been a complete game changer for me. I, I, Literally, th- I don't give success or uh, my successes to certain products, but that has definitely upped my game and yeah. my success rate. Used it, I use it on, literally on every, I use it every day, even just for work. You know, oh, I, work, yeah. I work out in the woods. Yeah, no, it's, it's I, uh, I've used it because I've gone on some trail runs and whatever. Um, and just because I want to get familiar with areas. I want to know where some areas are. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great. The one thing, you know, like what you said, you uh for somebody new starting out, I will say this. Get yourself comfortable with reading a map. Uh understand things on a map, you know, cuz like I mean the phone, the app does really good, but there's times where you're looking at that and if you didn't know how to read a map, you wouldn't know you're looking at a ridge or you're looking <laughs> at a saddle or right. a draw. Contour lines. Yeah. yeah. So those, that is, I will say that's the number one thing. Uh, Cause I remember hunting with somebody uh, one of the first times and it was, holy shit, man. You didn't tell me it was a lot of up and down hill. Or I was like, well, look where we live, you know, like, yeah. But uh, he's like, I looked at that. I, you told me to download that app, and I looked at it, and I don't know. I wasn't expecting this. I was like, well, <laughs> now you know. Now you know what, uh, what those squiggly lines mean. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you, one of the harder things to find is a good hunting partner, too. I mean, oh, yeah. somebody that's on the same page. I mean, I've got a few hunting partners now that, I don't even have to tell them what to do or they don't have to tell me what to do. We just know, I mean, yeah. we just, you know what each other's thinking and I don't know, just it, that's, that's been a huge challenge is finding a great hunting partner, you know, and yeah. I've, I've been blessed with a few of them now, including my dad and my brother. But, um, you know, I've got, I've got a couple that it doesn't matter how steep it doesn't matter. None of that matters. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's, Oregon, that's important. <laughs> oh yeah. It, uh, the last few years, even rifle hunting it, it, yeah, that's been my hard thing trying to find, Oh, excuse me. Uh, a good hunting partner. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get into to the other aspect. You said that you're into the fitness and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you, what do you do for, do you, is that your business? I mean, what do you do for folks with the, with the fitness end of it? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like I, I do, you know, uh, one-on-one training, personal training as well as online training. Um, so with it is, yeah, I mean, it really depends on what, you know, the person's goals are. Um, and so, you know, really it's just whipping somebody into shape and Hmm. getting them where they want to be. Do you do with the rehabilitation at all? Like, uh, yeah, so that's something I've been starting with a little bit is um, definitely the last few years because I've had shoulder surgery and now I've had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as I've gotten a little older, it's like you're not a young buck anymore. Um, so I've really 
switched up my training and then that's allowed me to grow as a trainer and work with people, uh, you know, rehabilitating and getting back in the game of things. So, well, being a bow hunter now, I mean, you're going to really have to focus on shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, for, for clients. <laughs> yeah. So that was, it, you know, it's funny is, uh, the girl I mentioned, uh, that I trained a couple of times, her name's Bailey. And, uh, one of the things that she, when we first sat down and talked, she was like, I bow hunt and I need my upper body is not strong. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I can pull a bow back, but it's not always fun. So I was like, okay. You know? And so it was really fun training with her. Cause I was like one of my first hunters that I've trained. And then now I've probably, I've trained like a handful of different people that hunt and that was their purpose for training was to get, you know, get in shape and make sure that, you know, whether they could pull their bow back and, mm-hmm. or, you know, they can make it up and down the hills and, or they can drag an animal out. So I, I know me personally, my, I, I think future in, in the, for both my shoulders is a uh, surgery, but I'm trying to avoid it the best I can. I have a friend actually working me up a plan right now yeah. on, on building, um, uh, a plan to basically I don't know how to hopefully fix my shoulder without having to do surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I, I'm been crossing my fingers. If you ever watch the videos on YouTube, my jaw sucks. I draw straight down towards the chest. Cause if I have my, my elbow up, there's just uh-huh. it, popping. Yeah. And then, and then that, uh, she was telling me what was going on. That, that muscle isn't, isn't moving freely under that one bone. And like, it's getting trapped and it's oh, okay. So like your rotator cuff is, catching or something yeah she she had a fancy name for it man (laughs) whatever she i'm like can you fix it she's like i could give you some stuff to work out when you go to the gym i'm like i'll try it you know like i want to fix my jaw because my jaw sucks i mean i can draw a bow back 80 pounds you know what don't don't really matter but it just isn't pretty yeah um my yeah that's the thing too is as i've gotten older like i've gotten in i'm starting I want to get into yoga uh, because of some of the guys that I follow um, like military wise or uh, like MMA guys that I follow. And then even football, the benefits a lot of them are talking about like that yeah. they're getting from just from doing yoga. Yeah, all the guys on the Rogan show do. do yeah. Yoga. <laughs> yeah. You hear Rogan just, just talk about it. And so, yeah, I mean, it's gotten me like thinking, um, it's funny. My doctor does it too. And he teaches. Hmm. And so, uh, it's kind of funny how yoga was for women and now all the, like the manly men, like the alpha males <laughs> took <yeah>. it over. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. It's just when you're in the gym and you're getting ready, like I, I tell people now, like just slow down, you know, get your accessory work in. Uh, that's, it's all about injury prevention. And that's the thing I've learned too was, a lot of the stuff that I did and like I I've had surgery for is because I was just being a dumb jock. I wanted to get in the gym. I I just wanted to lift. I wanted to lift heavy and I didn't care about anything else. And then as I got older and I got further into training, Mm -hmm. uh, it was like, Oh yeah. Stretching. That's really good. That's, that's some good stuff right there. Um, so yeah, so I mean, like this last, like I went through uh, 
six months of physical therapy with my knee uh, before. Stuff. Yeah. So for before and after surgery, it was all together about six months, roughly hmm. uh, six, seven months. And uh, my therapist, like she's just a badass, And, but she helped me like check my ego and it was like, Oh yeah. Like <laughs> no shit. This makes, I know this. <laughs> but it, it's it's like you know like hunting too somebody telling you something and you're like oh yeah yeah that yeah i know that that makes mm -hmm. sense or you know so uh yeah i look at a lot of the things now and then like with working out and i tr try to associate working out with my life and like my whole plan this is like now i even do it to my clients and i do it to other people when people tell me like, Hey, what are your, I'm starting off in the gym. What do you recommend? My first thing is why, why are you going to the gym? Mm. What's your, what's your purpose and reason? Oh, I want to lose weight. Cool. Why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to look good or I mm. want to fit it. Why, why do you want to do that? My thing is the reason I, I keep asking that why, and I want to find that underlining thing is uh, you go to the gym, you watch everybody in there. They're all doing, everybody looks lost. A lot of majority of people look lost. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have a set purpose or reason. Uh, and I, I feel, uh, I fell in that category for many years, uh, thinking I had a goal and a purpose, but it really wasn't. But, uh, now like I tell people and I ask people, you know, what are your goals and hobbies? What do you like to do? What's your everyday life? Uh, you know, what do you do for work? What do you do? For, you know, um, you know, so then it's like, okay, let's put a, let's put a workout plan based on your life. You want to look at all those other things will come with that. Hmm. Uh, I feel like when people put too much stress on wanting to lose weight, you know, all these like new year's resolution, I want to lose weight. I want to eat better. I want to do this. You put so much shit on yourself that it it just like it, everything collapses on you, and it's so much of a pressure. Um, then it it becomes too too overwhelming, uh, uh, like too much, and uh, and then people quit. Mm -hmm. But if you do something that because you're doing you're doing something about uh, what you enjoy and what your passion is. And you're better, you know, you're bettering yourself on that. You're bettering those things that you like doing. Then it just becomes fun, I think. I mean, like no workout at times are fun <laughs> during. <laughs> right. uh, but, uh, but like this year, even though I had my knee surgery and I did a lot of work for it, uh, but I felt great. And um, all the heart, all that work that I put into, uh, so going up in the Hills, I was like, it was worth it. Like mm -hmm. I feel great mentally. I feel better. Um, you know, and like no matter what I do, you know, now it's like, I feel better doing this. Like I have more energy and I'm able to do things. And so like one of the things too, like I tell people and I, and I say when it comes to fitness is, uh, you know, finding out what your purpose is, why you want to do it. But like, I think of these things uh, as being a dad 
and somebody that uh, spends time out in the woods, what if something happened? Could I pick myself up? Could, could I, my daughter's four. Could I carry my daughter and run a mile if I need to? Those are things that I think about now. So like when I'm in the gym and I'm sucking ass and I'm like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. It's my daughter relies on me. Uh, I rely on me. Uh, if I'm, you know, I think about hunting, the animal I'm, I'm hunting relies on me to be better. Mm-hmm. I owe it to those around me. Uh, so yeah, that's where, and so that I try to, get into people's like, why do you want to do this? You know? And so I, you know, I bring it back into hunting too, is getting into that mindset of. No, I, that makes total sense. Cause Cody, uh, Cody Rich and I were talking the other day on the podcast and, and uh, you know, it always comes down to the intent. It always comes down to why. Cause if the, if you don't have the right, why, then you're short term, you're, you're destined to burn out quick. It's, it's, yeah. it's just not long term, you know? And, and so intent, you know, like, like you said, it, it is everything. If you, if you do not have the right intent or the right why, and you're not being honest with yourself, you're, you're going to burn out. Like Kim, uh, my wife has been on the keto diet for a long time now. Yeah. She has lost and she's done she's done remarkable things with it now she's back on it she went off of it for a little while and uh now she's back on it and she's she's doing good because she's actually at the gym right now nice it's just but her intent was uh well her thing is i have a wedding coming up in june i'm gonna look good you know yeah so. <laughs> yeah i mean like it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good i mean i think it's human nature like we yeah. all want to look good mm-hmm. uh, most importantly i think it's you know, when it comes down to things, it's, it's you versus the person looking back at you in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Do you fit, do you, when you, when you see that person staring back at you, are you comfortable? Are you confident? Um, I, I think there's nothing wrong with, you know, all of that. Um, but then at the same time, you've got to think too, you know, mindset is like the biggest thing, um, that I try to, again, get in with my clients and people, you know, cause it's like hunting. If you don't have the mindset and you're out there and you're half-assing, mm-hmm. you're going to half-ass a shot. Yeah. And you know, you're either going to miss it or you're going to hit that animal half-assly. And now you run into the chance that you've injured an animal and you'll probably never find it. And you know, you've wasted meat. So getting into the mindset there, how did you, I mean, was it, was it easy since you were getting into animals, but for having the mindset going out, not killing something and not killing something and not having what a lot of folks would have success. How'd you, how'd you keep that positive mindset? Uh, a lot of it, I think it goes back to like my, like mil- time in, you know, like my time in the military, mm-hmm. um, you know, like time with sports and other things, you know, you, my biggest thing is, you have to accept failure. If you can't accept failure, uh, you know, you can't, you know, how can you appreciate success? Um, so with that, it was like, yeah, like I'd be sitting somewhere or I'd be walking somewhere, you know, 10 miles in. I'm like, this sucks. But then it's on the flip side. It was just like, you know what? Like (laughs) I'm out. No one's around. Like this is, 
I'm enjoying. It's peaceful. It's great. Um, it, but you know, it would, it was, it was just that will, that drive of like, I want to do this. I want to succeed. And hearing, uh, hearing that guy say it took me 18 years, hmm. like it took, you know, I, and I think of things like that and I hear people, you know, you, you know, have hunting, have hunted my whole life and being around people that hunt, you hear stories, you know, people talk about, Oh, I got one my first year or I got one, like however long it took me. And like you're saying, it took you about seven, eight years. And I, I find inspiration in all of that. And so, um, I don't look at like any, any time, like I, I put a post, uh, couple of weeks ago or whatever. It was like one of the last weeks of late season. And I had talked about how, cause I had my bear tag and that I saw a bear and I saw, I was able to draw back on, um, on a couple of deer, but I just, I, I didn't have a shot. And even though like the picture looks like I'm pissed and whatever. And I was like, this is what, sitting out from uh 6 a.m to uh seven o'clock at night looks like <laughs> uh but then i had i had ended it saying that i won't trade this for any other day you know i i got to see animals i got to do and be a part of something and uh so when you see something and like to me like drawing back on two different animals and not getting a shot my my next thing was next time i'm I'm getting them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's getting it tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so each day you just have to like mentally just tell yourself like, you know, because it, it, it goes back to like working out like or, you know, you could be having a shitty time in life. Like, do you just give up then or do you just keep putting on your boots and taking two steps forward? And so that's how I looked, you know, my approach to hunting and really uh, like, you know, everyday life. So, right. well, fear's, you know, fear's never final unless you quit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I've always, you know, I've always had my own like little mo- slogan that when I, when I fail and stuff, I always tell myself and I'm, I don't know where I picked it up. I think I made it up, but you, you know, I have consumed so much information. It's probably stolen from somewhere. <laughs> I've always told myself is, is, you know, failures will refine me. My successes will define me. And so, yeah. you know, like, if you just look at failure as a refining process, eventually you're going to get that success. It's going to happen. It took me years, you know, for out, but yeah, my failures didn't refine me. I used, I joked around with the born and raised guys. I'm like, I'm probably the most confident, unsuccessful elk hunter. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I felt this year. I yeah. was, I like every day that I woke up and I went hunting, uh, I was like, you know what? Today's the day. Yeah. I smell blood. I smell it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The absolutely. right song. I mean, you know, you, you get in your truck and the right song kicks in. You're like, Oh yeah. It's meant to be. Yeah. You know? Like for and, me, for, for my group, that's Taylor Swift. We've all, yeah. we've all got that luck that just <laughs> surrounds us when she starts popping on the radio. We're, we're, we channel surf uh, when we're driving around looking yeah. for Taylor Swift. We do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many times I, uh, I had to put shake it off at the end of my <laughs> I mean, way home. Absolutely. So, well, is there anything else that you're excited about that you wanted to cover before we wrap this thing up or, uh, not really, man. I mean like this is really my first 
podcast that I've ever done. So it's cool. Well, I, uh, I appreciate you reaching out. And, and, uh, when, you know, you're going into you being a new bow hunter, I'm like, man, I've been wanting to talk to somebody that's been getting into it and see what, see what kind of challenges they've been going through, you know, cause I might not have a great perspective on that. I can just, you know, I'm not new anymore. So, yeah. Uh, and that's my thing too, is like, you know, I reached out to you cause you know, I've seen, I've, you know, I've been seeing your guys' stuff and, uh, again, it's just, I want to surround myself. I want to get in the circle of people, uh, that have had success that have been doing this and mm-hmm. like I can learn from, um, you know, so it's not like I'm doing something and I'm just out yeah. there like blindfolded and, but well, people love following along on someone's journey, especially somebody starting out. Well, where can somebody follow you at? Uh, you can, yeah, just follow like on Instagram or, uh, Facebook, but like on Instagram, it's just Adam dot Burr underscore or at Toho fit. Toho fit. Um, Spell that for, for people real quick. T O H O F I T. Okay. Perfect. So yeah. So, Cause yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I mean like on Toho fit, I'll put stuff, um, you know, I'll put, you know, I've put some stuff up from hunting and, and, uh, and that as well. Um, and you know, like I said too, I'm, I want, I want the brand to grow and go all over the place. I'm trying to hit people up in all different aspects, other, you know, not just the gym and, mm-hmm. Well, I'm always happy to support local guys, man. And then when I heard you were from McMinnville, I actually got a buddy that lives up there, works for the city up there. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's a, it's a nice town. I really do like it. I, I've actually been through there a few times for work. So, oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool, but well, awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the show, Adam. And, and, uh, if you ever need any help or you're ever down in Roseburg area, give me a call. Maybe can go shooting or something sometime. Hell yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll hit you up for sure. That works for me. So, all right, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up, but I appreciate you coming on. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. That's this episode of the podcast. Tell me what you thought. What are some of the struggles for you newer bow hunters going out there? What's, what are some things that you want to see me create content for? Maybe some information gaps or some areas that you're having a hard time researching on. Be love to help get somebody on the show or answer those questions myself. And I uh, really just want to move the bar for the newer bow hunter out there. Hopefully this gave you guys some motivation. And, you know, it took me eight years to kill my first bull. And, uh, you know, having Adam stay positive, even though he didn't feel his tag, there's a lot more to just punching tags out there. So uh, let me know. What do you want to see for content? in the future especially geared towards new bow hunters and if you get a chance go follow adam on instagram at toho fit and uh, check him out follow his journey i'm really excited to see what he does next year learning uh, taking that momentum he got from this year and learning and uh, really really wish him the best of luck so all right everybody thanks for joining me on this episode i'll see you on the next one bye